Welcome back to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber and our guest today, Dr. Richard J. Flanagan, who is co-author of Longevity Made Simple. I'm going to read the diet benchmark on page 41 out of this book. A variety of fruits and vegetables, at least five servings a day, preferably nine. Choose those with bright, deep colors for better antioxidant and polyphenol properties. Whole grains such as whole wheat, brown rice, and oatmeal. Fish several times a week, particularly salmon, sardines, tuna, trout, and herring. Legumes including soy, beans, peas, and lentils. Lean meats, nuts. Low-fat dairy products. Foods low in saturated fats, trans fat, and cholesterol. Limited salt. Minimal sugary processed foods such as cookie, cookies, soda, and candy, and alcoholic beverages, one to two per day. You know, every morning, well, most every morning, Charmy and I have a mixture. We, we grind up some nuts, uh, almonds usually, and maybe some walnuts, and we mix them with a hot cereal, which is uh, of buckwheat, millet, konya, flax seed, and oatmeal. And it seems to really work well with our life force and well-being. Well, you've hit on a couple of the big superfoods that we talk about. Uh, nuts have been been shown to be very important for preventing heart disease, uh, and especially the two that you pointed out, almonds and walnuts, are the two that are singled out and have the most research support. The whole grain Whole grains that you've mentioned, buckwheat, oats, and so forth, are very valuable for lowering blood pressure, lowering cholesterol. I think the uh, the way you start your morning is uh, probably as good as we could hope for. Why, thank you. You know, every now and then it it just feels like we've had enough of that and we'll do something else. But most of the time, you know, there's just a natural... You know, I, I feel fed well, not overfed. I feel strong in my body, and the, and the food reinforces that, and it's, it's quite nice with that kind of meal. Yeah, that is good. You know, one thing I didn't mention in the very beginning of our interview, uh, a statistic that we don't mention too strongly in the book, but it is sort of sobering when you look at what we have in the United States, because less than the average male is dead before 69. The average male lifespan is 68.5. And less than 2% of the population makes it to 85 years of age. Uh Less than 2%. And of those who do make it to 85, half of them have Alzheimer's disease. Oh, jeez. Those are sobering. sobering. So I think it's very uh, reassuring that if we can do what's right to prevent heart disease and stroke by lowering our blood pressure, lowering our cholesterol, exercising, eating a good, colorful diet, you know, we might very well prevent prevent the ravages of Alzheimer's disease as well as heart disease and stroke. Good advice. Um, this uh, product, it was new about 10 years ago or 15 years ago, CoQ10, what's that like? Well, CoQ10 is a enzyme that is in the uh, all the muscles of the body, the heart muscles, the skeletal muscles, and it's a um, it's the enzyme that converts our energy molecules ADP into ATP, and it's um, it's an enzyme that is depleted with some of our cholesterol lowering drugs. 
our, our best cholesterol-lowering drugs called the statin drugs, which are bona fide miracle drugs. I mean, they have revolutionized the treatment of heart disease and stroke. Statin uh, drugs. But we do know that it depletes coenzyme Q. So some individuals can get muscle weakness because of that depletion. So we do recommend a supplement of coenzyme Q, uh, particularly if people have any muscle symptoms. But the muscle aches and pains of the statin drugs have been overblown, and it really is a very, a very infrequent side effect. It only happens in three to four percent of cases. And, and I, I guess you would know you're in this business solid, aren't you? I'm in this business solid. All my patients have heart disease. I have uh, thousands of people on statin drugs. You know, we have uh, heart attacks and strokes daily in our in our practice. Uh, regular cardiology practice, and uh, so we look for the agents that really work. The statin drugs are bona fide miracle drugs. Our uh, foreword in our book was written by Bill Roberts, who's the editor-in-chief of the American Journal of Cardiology, and he has written several editorials talking about the, the benefits of the statins, how they are true miracle drugs. Mm-hmm. So I think people should uh, not shy away from them if their numbers are high because they can prevent heart attack and stroke and some evidence that it prevents Alzheimer's. Right. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmy Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Our guest today is Dr. Richard Flanagan, uh, who he and his co-author Kate Flanagan-Sawyer wrote the book, Longevity Made Simple, How to Add 20 Good Years to Your Life. There seems to be an increase of diabetes going rampant. And, like, is there a tie-in with uh, uh, heart disease, strokes, and, and Alzheimer's and other things with uh, from the source uh, to some degree of diabetes? Yes. Uh, diabetes is in epidemic proportions in the United States, and that is generally because of type 2 diabetes, which is... Um, basically because of our obesity problem in this country. Now, back in 1991, the obesity incidence in the United States was about 10 to 15%. Now it's about 25%. In just 10 short years, every state in the country has almost doubled the incidence of obesity and the, amount, and the incidence of diabetes has doubled. And it's, it's even noticeable... Uh, Type 2 diabetes, which is what we're talking about, not the insulin um, uh, deficient individuals. Okay. But type 2 diabetes is, we used to call it adult onset diabetes. Mm-hmm. And now we're finding it in our, in our high school kids. Yes. And because of the obesity in the country, you know, we've got 300 million people in this wonderful United States. And 200 million are overweight. Yes. Two-thirds of the population in this country is overweight. 200 million. 200 million. And that's why our diabetes has accelerated. And and some of the problems with that is, as you might have seen, some of our new diabetes drugs are are being questioned about, you know, they're causing problems themselves. So the answer is to avoid obesity, eating a proper diet, 
keeping our weight under control, exercising on a regular basis, and they're the principles of longevity. You know, many of us, we, we're in ruts in, in, in this world, and uh, we need to somehow realize this is an emergency because it just, it just goes stronger, we get stuck more, and it gets harder to move ourselves, and somehow we need to ring the bell. This is an emergency. Otherwise, you know, our comfort zones, we're going to be so habitually locked in that, like it's a, almost an impossible addiction. We need to get moving. That is so it's so true and so important. We need to look at, on this as an emergency. We haven't had the guidance from the federal government, the the healthcare industry has been atrocious in dealing with prevention. They don't pay for prevention. They they give uh, just a token to prevention. And I was just looking at some of the candidates discussing healthcare on the and the um, uh, some of the debates, and they they talk about the importance of prevention. Someday they'll wake up, and someday we'll realize that. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, and we don't have to spend all these dollars in caring for diseases when we can prevent them in the first place. You know, we are in a rut, and I think uh, I think we need good leadership at every level. Yes, you know, it reminds me of uh, you know you get car insurance and and you know you have full coverage and all that and. So I have car insurance, so all I, all I need to do, you know, I can just go out and drive recklessly and dangerously because I have the insurance. It'll take care of the, any problem. And that's about how we're doing with our diet and our obesity and diabetes and all this is we're living recklessly, uh, you know, thinking everything's going to be okay. It's going to somehow be covered instead of preventative. Right. I think that's... Our focus with this book is that we need to get the message out, and I think that's what's helpful. I, we feel that we've made a good, a good um, approach toward this, talking about the things that work. We think the book is motivational, and people will make a difference. I think we've we've got to make some giant changes. And uh, things that wake people up are neighbors who die, neighbors who are found in, in, dead in bed, sudden death, uh, heart attacks and strokes. Right. Then people wake up. We need to have them wake up before these tragedies occur. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Our guest today, Dr. Richard Flanagan, has written the book, Longevity Made Simple, How to Add 20 Good Years to Your Life. It's a great book that has uh, uses brevity and uh, has a lot of really good suggestions on how to change your lifestyle so that you can avoid these diseases. So United States has one of the highest uh, rates of uh, coronary and arterial, arterial disease, and uh, Japan and the Mediterranean countries have one of the lowest uh, percentages of that. In your book, you write, um, what, six, six or seven items here to, as a comparison uh, percentage-wise. And let's, let's just see what we have here. Percent, let's see, uh, diets compared. Percent of fat in the U.S. diet, 
in the Mediterranean, 37%, in Japan, 11%. Percent of saturated fat, United States, 18%, um, uh, Mediterranean, 8%, Japan, 3%. Legumes, grams per day, United States, 1 gram per day, uh, Mediterranean, 30 grams per day, Japan, 91 grams per day. Breads, cereals, in grams per day, United States, 123, Mediterranean, 453, Japan, 481. And this isn't just white bread or something. Would it be, what, what would this be in this list? Well, it's, it's breads and cereals. It's just that the, I think the focus of this is that we eat very, um, Unre- we eat very refined grains. You know, we, we right. take all the good out of our grains as we refine them, become white instead of the, color, the dark breads and dark gra- whole grains that people have. But I think the important points in this um, ch- this chart is that the Japanese eat 50 times more fish than we do. We eat 37 times more meat than they do. Yeah. They eat 90 times more legumes, beans, peas, lentils, soybeans, yep. uh, so forth, than we do. Our saturated fat is six times higher than, they, than theirs. So the diets are clear. The two healthiest diets on the planet are the Mediterranean diet and the Japanese diet, and they're in stark contrast to our diet in this country. So this list you have on page 71 you know, if anyone would just simply study that, they could have some really good tips on how to head themselves into a healthier lifestyle. Exactly. That's yep. quite nice. Uh, I want to go to page 98 in your book. It's really a very good list of uh, how to deal with life and how to be happy. Yeah. Factors that do enable happiness, fit and healthy bodies, realistic goals and expectations, positive self-esteem, feelings of control, optimism, outgoingness, supportive friendships that enable companionship and confiding, a socially intimate, sexually warm, equitable marriage, challenging work and active leisure, leisure punctuated by adequate rest and retreat. These are written really well. A faith that entails communal support, purpose, acceptance, outward focus, and hope. Nice. I think that is a, a fabulous review. It was taken uh, with permission by this book by David Myers called The Pursuit of Happiness. David Myers is the head of uh, psychology at Hope uh, College in Michigan, and uh, it's a fabulous book, and these are the things that really count. Great, and great list. Um, I wanted to ask you, you know, you have some really neat recipes at the back of the book. What would these recipes, are they they really good for your health? Oh, thank you for mentioning that. We uh, were very, very pleased. There's uh, another cardiology group here in Denver who has an individual, Richard Collins, who is called the Cooking Cardiologist, and he wrote a book, Cooking with Heart, last summer. Uh, Richard is a good friend of mine. And we asked permission to choose uh, 10 or 12 of the, the recipes from his book that we thought were uniquely good, and South Denver gave us permission to do that. 
And these are very, very tasty, wonderful recipes for different salads and different fish uh, recipes. Um, Just healthy, isn't it? All very, very healthy and very, very, very tasty. Boy, that's a good thing. The combination of health and taste, boy, we could use that. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, break time. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Our guest today, Dr. Richard Flanagan, who's written the book with his daughter, Longevity Made Simple, How to Add 20 Good Years to Your Life. Uh, We will be back with more. Stay with us.